I'm going to speak briefly about the resurrection, um, which is great news. The key scripture is Romans 8, 11. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Amen. What a powerful scripture. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead after they crucified him is available to us guys. And when we've accepted him as our saviour, we invited him in, we have that power within us. Amen. All things are then possible. Miracles are possible. He can do anything. Amen. He said, is anything too hard for me? Um, I'm just going to talk to you about um, that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, as you know. He was the Lamb of God who came to take away the sins of the world. So our sins, my sins, your sins. Hallelujah. We can have a fresh start. He became a man to get the message to man. That's the only way he could get the message to us and be the ultimate sacrifice, the Lamb of God on the cross to die so that we can have forgiveness. But he rose again. Amen. And that is what we are looking at today. There were seven ways which he shed his blood for us. I'm just going to go through them quite quickly. Number one, it says he was in agony in Luke 22, 44. He prayed more earnestly and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. That was him praying, knowing that he was going to the cross. He sweat blood, guys, for us. His blood is so powerful. Number two, he shed his blood when he was struck in the face and they spat on him and beat him. And some people struck him with the palms of their hands. Matthew 26, 67. Number three, Jesus shed his blood when they lashed his back with a whip. Not once. We're talking that he was lacerated, his whole back. It wasn't pretty. Watch the passion. That's probably the closest we'll come to what Jesus went through leading up to the cross and on the cross. Number four, they put a crown of piercing thorns on his head. And when I uh, worked in, um, I'm a prison chaplain. When I worked in another prison, we had a crown of thorns. There was one in the, in the chaplaincy and it wasn't nice. And I just, when I saw it, I thought they pressed that into Jesus's head. That was Matthew 27, 29 to 30, as they mocked him. They twisted it into his head. They spat him, took a reed and struck him on the head. Number five, they plucked out his beard. Isaiah 56, I gave my cheek to those who plucked out the beard and didn't hide my face from shame and spitting. Number six, he crucified him. They pierced my hands and feet, Psalm 22, 16. Number seven, they pierced him with a sword. In John 19, 43, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear and immediately blood came out. But what did he say? Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And then they divided up his clothes, casting them by lots. Sometimes if someone upsets me, I remember that scripture. The Holy Spirit brings it to my mind. 
sometimes the very thing that's against you will lead you into your blessing. And trials will take us to the next level. In Luke 24, 24.1, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women, women took spices they prepared and went to the, sto- the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. When they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the son of man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners to be crucified and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. While they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to the others. And it was Mary Magdalene, Jonah, Mary, the mother of James and others with them who told this to the apostles. But they didn't believe the women because their words seemed like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Peter knew his God, but he he had fouled God. He had fouled God three times, denying him. So he felt bad. He ran to that tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. They walked with the King of Kings. They'd seen the miracles, yet still they were trying to work out. They didn't realise he'd risen, (laughs) you know. Um, Imagine these grave clothes, just quickly. They were they were wrapped and his body and they were filled with hundreds of pounds of spices between the folds. This Jesus's body was wrapped as, as it was in those days for all bodies. These these sealing the garments around the folds like a mummy, and Jesus's head was completely wrapped in strips of linen. He was bound from head to foot tightly. Imagine having to break out of that, that must, that, that's thick. Those strips that were around him were, were thick with these spices in the folds. Also, the stone boulder that closed the tomb apparently could weigh one to two tonnes and it took two men to roll it away, 2,000 to 4,000 pounds. Imagine the power that must have blown apart those bandages and blown the stone from the entrance of the tomb. That power is dunamis power. It's supernatural power. And it's available to you and I, guys, right now. Amen. It's inside of us. And if you haven't accepted Jesus, you can ask him to come in. Let him fill you with that power that heals. He died on the cross so that we could be healed, so that we could have forgiveness of sin, that we could have eternal life. Wow, we can't lose with Jesus. You might even feel like you're in a tomb right now. Your situation might feel like a prison, like a tomb. You might be wearing grave clothes from the past. You've not got over things. You might be grieving still for some long, drawn-out crisis or trial or loss that you've gone through. You might have something might have died in your life—a dream or a vision—but God can resurrect. 
God can roll away the stone. Amen. He's about to roll away the stone for some of us today. He's doing a new thing. Hallelujah. That power, that supernatural power was in Greek called dunamis power. It's the same power that raised Lazarus from the dead. He'd been dead for four days, but Jesus came and told him and spoke to him. The word and the spirit working together. He told him to rise up and walk. And Lazarus, who'd been dead four days, stood up in that tomb and came back to life. God is about to resurrect some stuff in your life. Amen. He's about to bring some things back to life in your life. Amen. He's going to be taking away some depression today. He's going to be taking away some sickness today. I declare declare it and decree it in the spirit. And if that's you right now, just raise up your hand and receive God's healing. Receive his dunamis power and his fire today. The man in the Bible that was bent up, had been bent up for years. He couldn't stand up straight. He was bent over. Some of us have been bent over in our situations. But Jesus spoke the spirit and the word came together. Jesus filled and anointed with the Holy Spirit. He was God and he spoke the man to straighten up and he straightened up. The woman with the issue of blood, she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. She had faith, guys. All God is asking us today is to have a bit of faith in our situations, faith to turn to him, faith to become a Christian, faith to say, all right, I'll give you a try. Amen. She touched the hem of his garment. Twelve years she'd suffered with an issue of blood. Everyone had given up on her. She was shunned in the community because she was losing blood. Imagine it. She spelled. She spent all her money. She smelled. Jesus knew she touched his garment. And immediately she was healed. Hallelujah. What's dead in your life can be raised again, guys. Hallelujah. The word resurrection means the standing up of a corpse. Wow. Some things are going to come alive in our lives today. Amen. If Christ had not risen, it would have just been a story. He would have been known as a prophet. But Satan did not know everything. He thought that was the end of him. He thought, great, they're crucifying him. That's it, finished. But you know what? It was just the beginning. And quite often when we think we're finished, when we think that's it, we've had enough, it's our new beginning. Amen? It was your new beginning. It was my new beginning. Satan was expecting it is, I am finished. But Jesus didn't say that. He said, it is finished. Hallelujah. It is finished. Come and speak it over yourself. The depression, it is finished. The sickness, it is finished. Amen. The hatred, it is finished. The unforgiveness is finished. We're speaking, it is finished. In the name of Jesus, over our lives. Say, it is finished. I am not finished. Hallelujah. It's when we come to the end of ourselves that we get our new beginning. Jesus had to go through all the suffering to get his resurrection. And sometimes we want to skip the suffering in our life. 
Life is seasonal. We have our spring, summer, winter, autumn, winter. It's mountains and valleys. I was speaking to someone the other day and just reminded them, it's mountains and valleys. Your mountain is coming in the name of Jesus. We have to go sometimes for our valley experience to come to our resurrection. Amen. Amen. He had to take that last breath and say, it is finished for the spirit to come. The word and the spirit again working together. It is finished, he said out of his mouth. And then the spirit came. After that, obviously, we know that the disciples met in Pentecost and the Holy Spirit came. And that Holy Spirit is spread. It's everywhere. It's omnipresent. It's it's free. It's for all of us. It's in us, on us. It's everywhere if we want it. Amen. It's God on earth. The Holy Spirit. The Spirit and the Word coming together. It is finished in Greek means tetelestai. Sorry, I can't say it properly. Tetelestai. And it was written on business documents or receipts in the New Testament in those times to show that a bill had been paid in full. And it was also used in the court system, which meant the sentence is fully served. And in the military term, it meant the battle had been fully won. I read this actually and I heard somebody uh, speak on this. So number one, your debt of sin is fully paid. Amen. Number two, the sentence of judgment and punishment for our sins have been fully served. The time of being in bondage to sin has been fully served. The battle, number three, against the devil and sin and all the enemies of sicknesses, diseases, viruses, has been fully won. Amen. Because of the cross, because of the resurrection. Hallelujah. Because of the resurrection power. Hallelujah. It can't be copied, the resurrection power. If it could be sold, we'd make millions. It can't be genetically made by scientists. I bet they wish it could be. When we receive Christ, he is in us. He's woven into us, in our DNA. Amen. It can't be removed. It can be hindered only by our sin. But he still loves us. He was a lamb slain without sin. The perfect lamb of God. They couldn't kill him because he rose again. Amen. He shed his blood for us so that we can rise again when we fall and that we can have a fresh start. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He didn't forget them, his disciples, and he won't forget you. He showed up after the crucifixion. He always shows up, guys. He shows up in our lives. Just when we think we've had enough, God says, the Bible says, he will not allow us to go through more than we can bear. Hallelujah. He don't come when we want him, but he's always on time. T.D. Jake's quote. Hallelujah. He's not in the grave, guys. He is alive. Hallelujah. He's come to heal 
and rest the troubled conscience. Heal the brokenhearted. The tormenting doubt is silenced. Fear has to go. Sickness in all forms are healed. I'm a walking testimony of sickness being healed. Cancer twice. Liver disease. Many other things. God has always brought me through and he's the same power that resurrected him, healed me and can heal you and will heal you in the name of Jesus. Habits can be broken with his power. I am a testimony to that. New starts are possible. Hallelujah. Revelation 3.20 says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. If you're standing at that door this morning, you need healing. You need God to do something for your situation. He is there. He opens that door. And I want to pray now for those uh, that need healing, but also for those that are watching this and maybe don't know Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. They've thought about being a Christian, or maybe, maybe you haven't thought about it before. And you'd like to give him a try. You'd like to receive that resurrection power. There's nothing to lose. God doesn't force no one. So I want to pray now. Or you might feel like you've just come away from God a bit. You know, you was there, but you feel like you you sinned or, you know, you messed up or you, you're not as close to him as you used to be. We're going to give people the chance now to rededicate as well your life to Jesus. So we're going to pray. If you agree, just pray after me. Father God, I recognise you're the son of God. Jesus, you died on the cross for me. And I thank you for that. I'm sorry for every sin that I've ever committed, what I've thought, what I've said and what I've done. And I thank you, Lord, that your word says, if I confess my sin, you are faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Satan, get out of my life in the name of Jesus. I put the blood of Jesus between me and you and I renounce you and all your works in Jesus' name. Jesus, come into my heart. I surrender to you now. Take over my life in the name of Jesus. And I thank you now for your resurrection power and that I can call myself a Christian. I rededicate myself to you and I thank you for your forgiveness, for your love in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray also for those that are sick today. Now, as they lift up their hands before you, Lord, you would bring healing now in the name of Jesus, your resurrection power over every situation, every situation where somebody is suffering right now watching this or they're praying for someone lord your resurrection power now we say pour it out heal and deliver in jesus name
Amen. God bless you. I hope you enjoyed the message. I hope that you prayed the prayer. Have a wonderful Easter Sunday in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. You may have been a Christian for a long time, or you may be exploring the possibilities of a relationship with God. Wherever you are in your journey of life, please feel free to contact us at Woolwich Community Church if you would like any further information on today's message. We will be happy to talk with you, pray with you, and help you in any way we can. Please see the information below in our bio on how to get in touch with us. Have a blessed week and God bless.